Welcome to the Making Meaningful Income podcast, where a job is not just a job, where we refuse to settle for mediocrity, and where you're just one thought away from creating an extraordinary life. Only you can decide what's possible, but you've got to be willing to do what it takes. Find out what your life could be with your host, Andrew Cipriano. Welcome back, everyone. I'm so happy to have you here today. So I hope you really enjoyed the last episode on money and earning. If you have not listened to that yet, give it a listen. It's pretty much just really important because what you believe about money, either whether it's conscious or subconscious, is going to dictate how much money you make. And that goes for anything in life. So if, you know, it can go with relationships. If you believe you're not going to find that amazing 10 out of 10 guy who's awesome, you're not going to find that person. If you don't believe you're going to find a job you enjoy being at, you're not going to find that job. So just remember what you think and believe really does become your results. So if you have money issues, honestly, the money coaching, like you could do a whole year of life coaching on money beliefs and still have wacky beliefs on money. So really pay attention to the thoughts that pop up in your head when you think about money. But that's not what this is about today. Today, we're talking about goals. And I'm very, very excited because goals are so important. And they're often like really overlooked, especially by adults after we get out of like college. So goals are really, 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 really important. They are because remember, what we focus our energy on is going to become our results, what we focus our thoughts on. So when we give our mind a goal, doesn't matter if it's a big, short-term, medium-term, long-term, whatever it is. It gives our brain something to focus on and look forward to. Now, when I was working in the clinical world, kind of on a side note, a lot of people who had a lot of mental health issues, um, especially like depression, didn't have any goals that they were working towards. And I think it's really important. So for anyone who doesn't know, my favorite psychiatrist, his name is Viktor Frankl. And he says that suffering without meaning equals despair. And I believe sincerely that life is full of suffering, which is okay. I mean, it's half good and half bad, right? Just like life has positive emotion and negative emotion. And there's nothing wrong with that. But when you don't have meaningful things you're working towards, and goals are a great way to measure that, then it's really easy to slip into a life that you're not happy with. And in some cases, it's easy to slip into clinical mental illness because you have nothing that is buffering against the suffering you're enduring. And just on a note, I'm not saying that people get clinically depressed just because they don't have any goals they're working towards, but I sincerely do believe that having something meaningful you're working towards is a part of people's lives that gets overlooked that often becomes a contributing factor to clinical depression. Okay, back to life coaching. If I asked you, do you have a goal in your life or like, what are your goals this year? This People hate this. People really hate me for this because I'll be, I'll be like on a date people hate me. I'll be on a date or I'll be with my brothers or I'll be at a party. And I'm like, so what are your goals for like the next year, five years? And people just look at me like I'm an idiot, maybe because I I just do it everywhere. But in all seriousness, do you have any goals you're working towards? Like, really, do you have any specific? And if I ask you, like, what does your goal look like? Can you name it specifically with the deadline? Because it's really important. Because if you're not doing that, you're kind of just walking blindly into the night, which is not a good place to be, especially because it's your future. We're talking about here. All right, so when we don't have goals, we kind of just blindly walk through life, which I'm telling you, it's not a good way to walk through life. My coaching business is called, my like the actual LLC I have for my business is called Drift Proof. And I used to have a podcast called the Drift Proof Podcast. It was my first podcast. I switched it over to making meaningful income because I was tired of explaining what drift proofing was. But the whole idea was that when you drift through life, you run into a lot of suffering and potential mental health issues 
that could be avoided if you weren't drifting aimlessly. In addition, you're wasting your potential, right? Because you could aim at something and actually become something rather than drifting around and overall becoming nothing at 30, 40 years old and having all the same stresses of life attached to you while you're kind of just not moving forward. Not a good recipe. Another really important element that goals bring up is our thoughts and belief systems that we are most of the time unaware of that are holding us back. So I'm going to reference the goal that I have right now so you can see how I structured it and then also how it's brought out all the thoughts and beliefs that I really need to work on. So I have a goal by October 9th of this year. That's the day I certify from the Life Coach School with my Life Coach certification that I will have 10 paying clients. And before that date, I have about a month and a couple of days, I have to have made 50 offers to pretty much coach people. So that's my goal. Uh, as you can see, it's very specific. I know exactly what my number is and how you know it's measurable if I'm going to make it or not. Um, it has a time stamp on it, which is really important because it builds urgency. And it's also just challenged me enough to where I think I can do it, but I'm still very much so unsure. So there's like this cognitive dissonance. Remember in the last few episodes, we talked about belief systems. When you are setting goals for yourself, you want to choose a goal that's like, not easy, but not too difficult, right? Because too difficult means you're just going to say, oh, screw it. Fuck it. Like, what was I thinking? Why would I choose a goal like that? You're going to get discouraged and then just not want to set goals anymore because it was too difficult. But you also don't want to choose one that you can easily obtain. So like, have you ever been on like a test and it was just so screwed? You're, like, you're screwed, right? You look at this, you thought you studied or whatever, you knew you didn't study and you look at it because I did this once in a math test and you're just like, start laughing because you know you're like totally hosed. <laughs> you literally start laughing and you're the first person to get done because you're just circling answers on a multiple choice. You're like, I have no idea. This is kind of how my SATs went. So you don't want to overgoal yourself. You don't want to make it too difficult. That's not a good plan. You also don't want to make it too easy. If you don't have negative emotion of some kind, like a pit in your stomach come up when you write down that goal, then it isn't challenging enough. Like there should be some negative emotion it shouldn't be an overwhelming amount of negative emotion, but you kind of have to play with it. Like, you know where you're at and you know what is realistic for your level and what isn't. All right. So the goal that I use for the example, obviously it's measurable. It's something that's pushing me outside of the bounds of what I believe is possible. And then this is the most important aspect is that when you plan out these goals, they're going to show you exactly what you're thinking and where your beliefs are that are holding you back. I have been doing, like I've been forcing myself, I had to force myself to make offers. And that's new to me, right? Because I've worked jobs my whole life where I don't have to make offers. Even if I made an offer when I was selling cars, it wasn't really my offer. It wasn't about me. It wasn't about my specific service I was offering or my business or myself. It was about the vehicle. And I was pretty much told what I was allowed to offer. It wasn't like an offer I tailored. So all the thoughts and beliefs are coming up about what I think I'm worth. Um, if I can do this as a business owner, if I can create a good offer, if I can challenge my current existing beliefs about myself, really. And that's so valuable. So imagine even if I don't achieve this goal, which I'm going to because I'm taking the steps I need to take and I'm getting uncomfortable in doing it. Even if I don't achieve this goal, I at least know what I'm thinking about myself that's been holding me back from progressing forward because I've set the goal. So even if I don't achieve it, now I have a way better awareness of myself and that awareness is going to lead to me achieving goals further down the line. Very, very important to build this awareness. All right, and then when you're setting goals for yourself too, it's really important because it's natural for human beings to do this. We severely overestimate what we can do in a small amount of time and we underestimate what we can do in a large amount of time. For example, a lot of people go on diets like fad diets and stuff like that and they think they're gonna lose like 20 pounds, 30 pounds in the first month. And when they don't see immediate results from the diet, even if the diet's working, they just don't see measurable results, they give up and get discouraged. But it's so funny because in coaching... If you want to lose weight and have it off permanently, 
you can do that. It's going to take a long time though. Like it realistically, because you have to do all the mind stuff and learn and educate and f- trial and error for your body and figure out what's going to work and what's not. I mean, probably like a year, like of hardcore figuring out your weight. And then after that, you never have to worry about it again because your mind is right and your body is set. You've figured it out in the proper amount of time, but people get really impatient. So they underestimate what they can do. Like imagine 10 years down the line, how much money do you want to be making in your business or in your job? People will probably say something that's like not that mind blowing. But if you think about it, 10 years, if you're working towards making an income, you could make like a ton of money if that's your long-term goal. So I really do believe anything is possible for your life, but just don't expect it to happen in an impossible amount of time. That's where people get it wrong. You don't make a million dollars overnight unless you win the lottery. Like it's, it is possible, right? But there are times when that isn't realistic. If you're like in a business that you're trying to create, don't set unrealistically hard goals for you because you're going to discourage yourself and never actually move forward towards them. All right. And let's get on to the part of this podcast where we're talking about making a meaningful income or even finding a career path any big decision in your life that you're not 100% sure on. So it's my belief that you're never going to be 100% sure on what you should pick. So a lot of people don't make any goals for their lives because they're petrified to make the wrong decision or they're overwhelmed with decisions. So remember on the limiting your options episode, um, what did I call it? Getting specific on the episode, I think it was number six. I talked about trying to pick five options that are actually something you desire for your future. Now, the reason I said pick five instead of like one is because we really don't know. Like you don't know if you're going to like something or want to do something until you try it. And this is a really important thing. People want to know how. If I knew how to become a famous singer or a famous actor, then of course I'd set that as my goal. But since I don't know how and I don't know if it's 100% what I'd want, I'm just not going to set the goal at all. And then you just waver in the same loop of whatever your current life is endlessly in a job you don't like, you know, not actually stepping out of your comfort zone. When you're setting goals, you pretty much have to guess. I really think that it's just a trial and error process. So imagine, this is kind of the analogy I use. All right, so imagine that there's three people that are going to go and play a round of golf. They're all complete newbies. They've never played before. They know what golf is. They know like the objective of the game, but they've never played. So we're going to go with the first person. The first person that goes up, they don't have any skill and they know it. And they don't even want to try because they're like, this looks really hard. I don't want to do it. I don't know how to play. So I'm going to sit here and pout and then blame anyone else who gets ahead of me or my circumstances for why I can't play and get better. All right. So the second person, they're like, heck yeah, I'm going to play. Um, I'm ready for this. And then they just start swinging wildly. Like they don't look around. There's no deliberate planning. They just literally tee up that ball and just swing as hard as they can. Like happy Gilmore on the thing. All right. And then we have the third person. The third person goes up. They decide to stop, take a deep breath, look around, and they go, I don't know where the the hole is. I don't even know where it is. I know it's somewhere in this general vicinity, but I think the trees are blocking it over there. I don't know how to play. I'm going to assume that if I just kind of hit it towards the hole with an educated guess, and I do that a bunch, eventually I'm going to get close to it. And hopefully I'll at least get the ball in the hole. All right. So this first person I like to call the drifter. There's someone who knows that they don't have any skill at the moment and they don't want to be a beginner anywhere. They are not humble about it. They don't even, they don't know what they want to do. So they get frustrated, overwhelmed, and they don't even try. They numb over their emotions a lot and they blame other people or even worse, their circumstances for why they don't get ahead. So the second person that is playing golf in this analogy is I call them the drone. They are someone who just has opportunities presented to them and they just take it. There's no deliberate planning. It's just like, hey, my uncle has this job at this 
factory somewhere. Do you want it? Sure, I'll do it. And then you work there for 20 years. Or I guess I'll get the degree in engineering because my mom wants me to do it. I'll just do it. I'll drink a lot in college. And then when I get the job in engineering, I'll have enough money to where I don't really have to worry about life. I don't have to plan any big goals. I can just sit in my comfort zone and have like a decent car and get drunk on the weekends with my friends. And then the third person, I call this person the doer or the dreamer or the doer somewhere in that, that zone. This person decides that they're going to sit down and actually plan out the future that they want. They're going to find out how they're going to improve at the game of life. And they're going to know that eventually they're going to hit that goal or that target or find that North star that's going to create an extraordinary result for them. And they know a hundred percent, they know that they're going to fail and fail and fail, but they're going to keep getting up and they're not going to blame other people for why they're failing. They're not going to blame their circumstances. They're going to use their failing as a lesson to get better. And they are going to have the faith that they're eventually going to find what they're looking for. So I do want to point out that each one of these people playing this game in this uh, story, they all have their benefits and they all have their disadvantages. If you are a drifter, your benefit is that you don't have to really challenge yourself and you get to seek pleasure at any opportunity. Your goal in life, really when you're drifting, is just to get by the day-to-day and whatever pleasure comes up, you're most likely going to do it because you don't have any plan stopping you from doing that. So you're using that remember that lower brain all the time to just seek pleasure. The drone doesn't have to get very uncomfortable in their life. So I would say the drone has the least amount of negative or positive emotion in their life because they're not really getting out of their comfort zone and they have a stable life. They're not challenging themselves. They're not pushing very hard. They're just kind of taking opportunities as they come that they know won't be that scary to take. And then finally, the doer has a ton of negative emotion But what's good is that they also learn how to deal with negative emotion and they create results that are a lot more meaningful at the end of the day. All three of these options are fine. There's nothing right or wrong with them. But if you want to create an extraordinary life, the drifter and the drone most likely aren't the ways to do that. And setting intentional goals that push you out of your comfort zone is. So it's really important that you write down your goals. Writing it down actually realizes it, puts it out into the world, out of your mind and makes it real, right? And you're going to have to feel the fear and the the doubt come up. Like that's going to happen when you write down that goal. And that's okay. Remember, we can do three things with emotion. We can numb over it, usually with external sources like social media, TV, porn. We can resist it by saying, I shouldn't feel uncomfortable. I shouldn't feel this fear. I'm brave and I can do brave things and pushing it away, which is going to come back stronger. And you're probably not going to do it because it'll be so strong. Or you can allow it. You can say, I wrote a big challenge for myself. This goal is going to be challenging. I'm going to be scared to do it. It's I'm going into the unknown. My lower brain is terrified right now that we're trying to push what we believe is possible and break some belief systems. I'm going to allow this. It's part of the goal and I'm going to do it anyways. You're not resisting and saying you shouldn't be scared. You're not numbing over it by just going and drinking and not doing the goal. You're allowing that fear is part of the process and doing it anyways. And that's a skill, guys. Like that is a skill. Allowing emotion in your body and moving forward without reacting to it is a re- it's really the most important life skill that you can have. It really is. Because if you can allow any kind of emotion in your body and it doesn't phase you or affect you, now you can do whatever you want. You can achieve whatever goal you want. You can create whatever extraordinary life you want. And remember, you're going to have to work on your belief systems because it's a goal that you've never achieved before. If it's a good goal, if it's a bad goal and you've achieved it before, it's really not a goal worth attempting um, because it's not going to push you out of your belief systems and make you uncomfortable. So all that's going to come up. You're going to, your brain's going to tell you, you don't know how to do this. So you just shouldn't even try. It's going to say back out. There's no way. And you're going to want to know how, 
And the thing is, you're never going to know how until you do it and you try and fail and succeed and try and fail and fail and fail and succeed. You're not going to know how. People want to know the how of they're, they're going to do something before they do it. But if you knew how, you would have already done it. It's so counterintuitive. If you need help, that's awesome. And you can always go for guidance, but be careful because you have a really powerful brain and you can do amazing things if you sit down and actually use it. If you don't know how to achieve your goal, why don't you just ask your future self? There's an exercise we do in coaching where you literally write a letter from your future self who has already achieved the goal. And it sounds silly, right? You're like, well, how would I, what, huh? Hmm? That doesn't make sense, but you do it. My October goal, I wrote down some things, some intuitive things that I knew how to do that I didn't even know I knew how to do. Like, how am I going to achieve this goal? And then I went and wrote from somebody who lived in the month away that had already achieved this goal. And there was some insight from my brain that I didn't even know was in there. It is so powerful to do this stuff. Remember guys, we are so lost in our own brain. We're so first person connected to our own mind, our own thinking that sometimes we need to do silly things like that or talk to a coach to see it from a new perspective. And it's just that simple. Once you can see it from a new perspective, you're like, why am I making a drama about achieving this goal? Why am I acting like I don't know how to do it when I just had to step out of my brain for a second and just rationalize out how to do it? But we have all this drama and all these belief systems and all of our, you know, our beliefs saying, no, we can't do it. No, you can't do it. There's no way that are ultimately holding us back. All right, guys. So this has been a great episode. I cannot stress how important it is to have a goal. I don't care what it is. It can be a 20 year goal. It can be a five year goal. It can be a month goal. The most important thing is that you write the goal down and use the goal to direct your brain towards something you actually want to create in your life. All right. So thank you guys so much for listening. Just try to write down some kind of a goal that you actually want to achieve that pushes you out of your limit of your comfort zone. Thank you so, so, so much. Have a wonderful week and I will talk to you next week on episode nine.